Welcome, my friends, to another episode of Undressing the Soul. You know, I was just working here, and all of a sudden, I started getting all these ideas for an upcome, upcoming episode on another podcast where I was asked, you know, what was my mission? And so I began talking to myself. I don't know if that has happened to you, but I started talking to myself, and what was coming up? what was being channeled at the moment, I said, this is good. Let me just record it. Let me just grab the microphone and start recording. And, and it's because sometimes we don't, we don't give credit to the things that we do, the journey that we've been. We minimize it and, and, and it goes perfectly with what I was sharing today also on on my daily shares on social media relating to self-love and how many in, in the many forms of self-love and how we or lack thereof how we sell self-attach how we self-doubt how we uh self-unloved ourselves and my entire life has been to search within myself the self-love and every single step had lead me to redefine it now years ago when i started coaching and and back then mentoring it was very difficult to pinpoint the niche or the mission statement because Oftentimes when we are asked, what do you do? What is it that you do? What is it that make you passionate? And talk for hours and hours and hours on end about something that is truly, you know, important in your life. If I would ask you right now, what is it that one subject, that you can talk for hours without being prepared. What would that be? And so for me, it's, it's helping women embody their essence with self-acceptance, with joy and curiosity, by loving and healing their inner child. And in this inward journey that we have together to learn to unchain the generational bondages to free themselves and their daughters from this chains of expectations that society has, that our family has about us. And I was asked for a defining moment and it was really hard to define one single moment because I don't know about you, but for me, it has been many pivotal moments. And I like to call them milestones <laughs> or stepping stones. Because once you step into that event, circumstance, feeling, emotion, thought, that is going to be the realization of something, an aha moment or an uh-oh moment, that 
that thing <laughs> is what's going to drive you to the next step. It's what's going to inspire to take the next step. And so I was really struggling to, to really pinpoint one moment in my life that has been defining, defining moment, because I've considered myself always being an eternal learner. But if I can, well, not, well, yes, an eternal learner, but if I can pinpoint defining moments that shifted the paradigm completely of my life at that moment has to be in my conscious state, because obviously we have the unconscious state and we have our, you know, the childhood where we are not consciously creating, we're just living and inheriting all these beliefs from society and our parents and our family and the things that happened to us at that moment. And we have no choice, right? We have no, at the moment we don't, we don't have control over much. But during my conscious years, and, and why I mentioned the inner child is because when I was a child, I don't know if I shared before, and if I don't, I'll share that story, that story some, some other time. But in my childhood, my parents, due to financial hardships, they sent me to Costa Rica to live with my maternal grandmother, uh, grandmother. Not my mother, my, grand, my maternal grandmother. And while I was there, long story short, I was sent to my paternal grandparents and I didn't know them. They could have loved me, but I didn't love them. And so for me was this, the, the story in my mind was they don't love me. I'm not loved. I'm not accepted, unworthy of being with my parents. And so that narrative created, instill me or inspire me or influence me rather to make a lot of the choices that I made in my life. So moving to my adulthood, based on that, based on what I live back then, that's how I created the money story and why every time abundance would come into my life, I would be like, oh, I need to give it away because I was, I felt undeserving of having money. And so that led to a lacking mentality, mentality, mentality. Okay. I can't even speak today. <laughs> and so if I can think of pivotal moments in my adulthood, it has to be, oh boy, when I got pregnant, that shifted my entire paradigm. And it was no longer me, but we. I was responsible for this beautiful human that was growing inside of me. And I was only 22. Then my divorce six years later from my first marriage. Um, when I decided to break through the generational karma cycles that you needed to be married because now you have a child and no one is going to look at you. And so I had to break through that and build my own life, build, rebuild, redefine myself. And so after that, that search for, oh my God, there's something missing. There's something missing. And so I thought it was 
the corporate or the corporate corporate environment and climbing the ladder is going to give me what I need the validation that I need the love that I need the importance that I need to succeed and that's what I searched but then I felt out of pre out of place because that eternal learner seeker wanting to know more and feeling out of place where I needed to pretend to be someone else that what that I wasn't this strong confident individual supposedly when in reality I was I was loving I wanted to have fun I wanted to be happy I wanted to be free and so that corporate led me to a great deal of disappointment, anger, resentment towards corporate. But it wasn't corporate. It was me who did not align with the values where I was for the company or the people that I was working with or working for. And besides corporate, you know how corporate I used to work for aviation for 22 years. That's another story for another time. <laughs> but aviation is a very cyclical, very changing, ever-changing industry. And so through those 22 years, I was laid off five times. And every time I felt a very low catabolic energy, very low energy, very victim-owned energy. Why is this happening to me? until 10 years ago, exactly 10 years ago in 2012, I decided no more. That's when I opened my, my business, my former business back then. And I was designing handbags. That's another story. <laughs> and then five years later, I just, I, I realized, oh wait, you know, many, many events in a very embarrassing moment in front of hundreds of women on a conference, breaking down on a stage and realizing right in front of them being a sponsor that's the worst thing <laughs> being a sponsor in this event and realizing i thought i was i was going into the stage and to to share my big win because i had left corporate uh back then for a small small time small brief time to go, oh, no, 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 I'm thinking about 2012. No, actually it was 20, 2016. Um, and I realized, oh, shoot, this is not what I want. And it was very embarrassing to be on stage and being told, I don't see the passion in you when you talk about your business. <gasps> oh, my God. I broke down and I spent the next two days crying. What the hell am I going to do now? Ah, <gasps> wow. It took me another three months to finally close the business. And it was, I think it was exactly January 7th of 2017 when I walked out of my studio and I said to my husband, this is it, I'm closing the, the business. So that was another pivotal moment for me that shifted the paradigm. Ah, and then my health. You know, you've heard me talk about my health and I believe wholeheartedly that and, and, and part of it is true that all all this frustration and anger resentment 
victimhood, all this catabolic energy, very low energy, was making me sick. And sure, it was. And 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 then that propelled me into that inward journey to 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 heal myself physically. But in order for me to heal physically, I needed to heal myself emotionally, mentally, and transmute all this anger and all this resentment that I was having towards the world and just go inward and see where the wounds were and face them so I could heal them. And that's and, and the first thing is realizing on a hospital bed some time in the last six years, turning to my husband right as they wheeled me inside the room when they admitted me, it's, I need to forgive. And that's what I said to my husband. I need to forgive. I need to start forgiving. And the first person that I needed to forgive was myself. I need to forgive myself. I needed to forgive. At the time I wasn't talking to my ex-husband. I need to forgive my ex-husband. I need to forgive my sister. I need to forgive. I need to forgive, forgive. And that gave me a lot of release and freedom, but most importantly, inner peace. But then it was the relationship with my oldest daughter and shifting that and realizing that my daughters were my biggest, most extraordinary teachers. And I was not here to teach them anything, but rather they were here to teach me how to be human, how to be, how to find myself, how to, how to tap into my magic, my gifts, and unleash them. So, there was not one defining moment, but many pivotal moments and I'm sure you you have many stories that shifted your paradigm and inspired you to take action towards something greater to living a relationship creating a business um, creating a different family dynamic because all of this all these changes and all these paths that I took led me to self-love at the end of the day, to saying, I love myself and I'm going to honor my gifts and I'm going to say no when I mean to say no and yes when I mean to say yes. I'm not going to compromise my values, who I am, what I stand for. To please other people, where whether it's in my business or in my personal life, because at the end, at the end of the day, it's 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 one. We're one. We're whole, and so our business reflect who we are as a in in our core as a person as a human, and vice versa. So there's no way to hide anything. It's if I can. If I can share one thing on how to begin is to 
is to start with the biggest defining moment, the biggest thing that defined your life. Completely unafraid, uncensored, going in, like like just diving into that hole (laughs) that we're so afraid of and start discovering and asking and asking more questions. How is it that I would like to feel? Why this is, it's triggering me or making me constrict my body? Where in my body does it feel constricted? My throat, my heart, my chest, my inner plexus, my abdomen, my womb. Where does it feel? And when you start feeling it in your body and giving it a name, calling it out that's when we start shifting that's when we start going inward that's when we start experiencing the transformation without the blame no it's not because something happened in the past yes it could have been but at the end of the day right now right here is the moment for us to be completely conscious, aware, responsible for everything and anything that is happening inside of our head, our heart, right now. That's when we start transforming. I hope this share serves you, gives you an inspiration to to not be afraid to go inward and start removing the veils that have covered you for years and years and years and you're so afraid to uncover because right there, that's, that's where you find the magic. That's when you find your essence. That's when you start tapping into your gifts and your gifts are going to help you redefine your essence your your passion and there goes my dogs i have visitors so i leave you now (laughs) before they go crazy thank you thank you for being here and go after that dream you deserve it Keep exploring what has been your pivotal moment in your life. Have an amazing day. Namaste. Ciao, ciao.